Welcome to episode one, The Anatomy of Fear. If you're here, it's likely you've been on the receiving end of fear's brutal onslaught. You've felt fear's immobilizing torrent, dictating your every move. The very thought of doing the thing you're scared to do makes your body tense up and your heart beat faster. But these fears are intangible. They exist only in your mind. Fear is a complete misuse of the imagination. It has left you paralyzed and in a state of hopelessness for too long. So why do you continue to give these fears so much power over your life? Truth be told, few are able to articulate the reason behind these illogical fears, recognizing only the symptoms showing up as anxiety and overwhelm. The thing is, you have preconceived associations which have stemmed from your conditioning and that's why you fear the things you do. Take for example a picture of a shark. Well that's not very scary. But being in shark infested waters, well that's terrifying. But is it really? You didn't even give me a chance to tell you that it was just a pool of angel sharks. Instead, your heart instantly skipped a beat and your mind went straight to a shiver of great whites having a feeding frenzy. Now why did that happen? Why did the mere suggestion of sharks dredge up the ultimate fear that you'd be lunch? Well, it's quite simple really. Your fear of sharks and all of your other fears have been conditioned. The mere mention of a shark is able to elicit a state of fear. And not because you've personally come face to face with the hungry great white, but because society has conditioned you to fear them. And if the mention of a shark didn't have you squirming in your seat, what about the thought of jumping off a cliff with nothing but a flimsy rope tied to your ankles? Or even worse, speaking in front of a crowd? Simply put, our fears are made up of distortions and perceived threats. And yet, it's these very associations that cement fear and keep us stuck. Know this, fear is a direct adversary to your hopes and dreams and will stop you from living the life you want. Fear makes the world look scary. And the more you feed fear, the harder it is to regulate. You lose control and your fears consume you. Fear takes away your ability to think logically and rationally. And that's because the fear response starts in a region of the brain called the amygdala, the sentinel of fear, always on alert for threats. When the fear response is triggered, it hijacks the logical mind, also known as the prefrontal cortex, sending a distress signal to the hypothalamus. This then activates the sympathetic nervous system and causes your brain to go into a flight or fight response. Why does your mind perceive an otherwise seemingly safe situation as dangerous? Why do we enter into a state of paralysis? Because your mind knows you are trying to do something new. It identifies something foreign, something that you haven't done before and its prime objective is to keep you safe. This automatic fear 
response causes you to experience a life or death reaction to a situation, which is clearly not a life or death situation at all. In this moment, your body releases cortisol, epinephrine and norepinephrine to help keep you safe from your perceived threat. In this state, we misread cues and interpret the world around us as way more scary than it really is. When you are living in constant fear of perceived threats, you are immobilized from living the life you want to live. You become hypervigilant and your higher states of logic switch off so your energy can be focused into fighting the enemy even if that enemy is just something you've created in your head. When fear possesses you, all you think about is everything that could go wrong. And when you do this, you're living in your mind, taking you out of the present moment. Your energy becomes focused upon the worst case scenario, giving your fears more momentum. If we are only born with two innate fears, the fear of falling and loud noises, how do the fears multiply? How do they become so debilitating, rendering us incapacitated? It's because fear is a poison and left untreated, it will spread like a virus, infiltrating every aspect of your life. Fear can have a very real effect on your physical health too. It can weaken your immune system and cause a range of adverse reactions to your cardiovascular and gastrointestinal systems. The good news is, when you know how your mind is wired, you can also learn how to work with it. You see, fear is the absence of faith. Faith in yourself to overcome the obstacle facing you. Fear will continue to rule you if you do not believe you have what it takes to conquer it. There is no doubt that we attract what we fear. Our fears hold us captive and not because of what it will do, but rather what we think it will do. Your fears become self-fulfilling prophecies. The reticular activating system in your brain will seek information to validate your beliefs. To be clear, fear cannot be obliterated, but it can be leveraged. You do not need to be a victim of fear's venom. There is an antidote for every kind of fear. And it all starts with you making the conscious decision that you no longer want to be a host to the fear. The key is not to allow the brain to enter into this paralysis because when you do, you lose access to the logical mind. The crucial component is to pivot your mind towards reality and out of an imagined threat. Because the more you try to run away from it, the more fear chases you. So what's the solution? It's simple. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Let it happen. Whatever you're scared of, just let it happen. I can hear you. That's absurd you're saying. You've landed here on the Fear Antidote podcast looking for answers on how to avoid the fear and I'm telling you not to. Quite the paradox. But I'm telling you, the antidote is to face the fear. Something happens when you start to move towards the fear. 
It's like a roller coaster. The anticipation you feel as you go up the lift hill, your heart races and the fear begins to build as you move closer to the peak, all in anticipation of the drop. But that fear is really excitement because that drop, that's your thrill element right there. That's what makes the roller coaster so exhilarating. That's your reward for pushing through the fear. When you come out on the other side of the rush, you feel accomplished, you took on that giant and you won. But that satisfaction can only come by enduring the hill of fear first. Now obviously, I'm not talking about serious life-threatening situations, no. I'm talking about those imagined threats paralyzing you from trying different things because you think it won't work out. You feed the fear through avoidance. You reinforce that the unknown is dangerous, only further cementing the thoughts in your mind. Instead, get curious about your fear. Learn so much about it that it no longer has power over you. Here's the most important thing. You'll survive. Your brain will see that it's no longer a life or death situation. You'll discover since you've done it before, you can do it again. And the imagined threats were really no threat at all. The key to fighting fear is to build up your resistance to fear. We fight viruses by building up our immunity to them. And how you become immune to fear is through exposure. Every time you conquer another fear, you forge more resilience. Why is it that no one's scared of being around someone who's got the highly contagious virus of chickenpox? Because they've had it before. They're immune and aren't worried about contracting the disease again. The more you fear the thing, the more you attract it. You can't dissolve something from the same energy it was created. You cannot keep fearful thoughts from surfacing. It's like trying to stop the tide from coming in, but you can stop your fears from controlling you. You are the host and you decide which thought you're going to invite in. Just because fear knocks on your door doesn't mean you have to let it in. Entry into your mind is by invitation only. You are under no obligation to give in to fear's demands no matter how persistent it is. You always have a choice as to how you respond to fear. The only power fear has over you is the power you give it. There is something greater than fear and that's your willpower. Because without your obedience, fear is powerless. You are the only one that can take away fear's control over you. And all you have to do is decide that it's enough. Decide today that you will no longer be paralyzed by fear's control over you. You have the power to end fear's tyrannical reign over you once and for all. How has fear been getting in the way between where you are and where you want to go? What if fear wasn't even a factor? What would you do? What would you achieve? You don't have to run the fear gauntlet anymore. So instead of defaulting to what you don't want, the Fear Antidote podcast 
will show you how to focus on what you do. It's scary being faced with the prospect of trying and failing. But know one thing for sure. Fear has killed more dreams than failure ever will. Why are some able to push past their fears and achieve their dreams whilst others remain stuck? I'll show you how you too can be triumphant by being impervious to fear. It's time to show fear who's boss. The Fear Antidote podcast will show you how to combat this unruly emotion and give you solutions for how to move beyond the fear. With each episode, you will delve into your biggest fears, confront the fear and stare it in the face. You'll realize the truth was there all along. There is nothing to fear but fear itself. Subscribe to the Fear Antidote podcast and come along with me on a journey of self-discovery. Learn how to harness the fear and live your life on purpose.